Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the George to my Jerry, Mr. Kale Adam. How you going? How dare you come at me with this Seinfeld reference straight off the bat? You're, you're George. I will take you any day in a Seinfeld off. Any day. I, I don't need to prove my Seinfeld worthiness. I just think you're George. All right then, Govinda, let's start. Slowly, what is the name of George's alias? Uh, Art Vandalay. Correct. <laughs> Which character? You, what was the name of What was the name of George's alias before he messed it up? I don't know that actually. Because <laughs> it wasn't originally Art Vandalay. I, I should know this. It was um, Art. I know what you're talking about too. Yeah, yeah. He changes it because he he freaks he does out and the, does the, the wrong one at the machine. last minute. Is it no, no, this is um, this is like episode two with Jerry. <laughs> they they do this because uh, Jerry gets goes on a oh, he doesn't go on a date. He meets some lady, and just offhand she tells him like where she works, and it's like this uh, law firm with like seven different names. And the whole time she's talking, it's just him running through those names so he doesn't forget them in his head. <laughs> and then him and George go to her building and try not to be creepy about it because he's just remembered where she works and goes to where she works. And then George just so Jerry has a reason to be in the building, says that he works there as an architect. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, before she, they, before she comes down, they see her. Uh, he's like, Jerry, I think I can pull off the architect. I, I think I can pull off the architect. <laughs> and he's like, hey, my name is Art Vandalay. I'm an architect. And she's, she replies with, oh, what sort of buildings do you design? He just went, train stations. <laughs> and then she's like, uh, uh, isn't, isn't that what engineers do? It's a whole. It's a funny. It's, a, it's incredible. It's incredible. Everyone watch Seinfeld. I'm. If you've never watched it, don't waste your life anymore and go watch it. I wanted to ambush you with some Seinfeld trivia, but look, give me one more. All right, this is an easy one. Do you want an easy one? No, it's too easy. It's too easy. Uh, uh um, some of them are too hard though as well. Like, give me a hard one. Who knows? Like, it's probably gonna be. I'm not gonna get it anyway. This website was not fucking around. What day of the week did Jerry take over Newman's mail route? Monday. Sunday. <laughs> what I did was George- never going to get that. I, I didn't even remember him taking over the mail route. What did George scream when he was caught in a compromising position after a swim in the pool? It was cold. Shrinkage. <laughs> shrinkage. Shrinkage. I knew it was about the shrinkage. I just didn't know exactly what he was saying. Anyway, this is boring. We shouldn't do this. For I'm too so long. sorry. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. I maybe we do just do a whole podcast where we just talk about like we go, hey, welcome to Long Live Play. Uh, this <laughs> week's episode is a special where we're just going to do Seinfeld trivia. All uh, you can play at home if you like. We'll pause for ten seconds before answering the. Question. You mentioned you've anyway, been you've been rewatching it. I think that's going to spur in me a rewatch. I I need it. I crave it. Yeah, look, it's just it's just a good classic go-to, honestly. Like, it's just there. And I started at season one this time, you know, because I always skip it. And uh, yeah, look, it's interesting. It's funny, like, how you see, like, where things begin. Like, the Art Vandalay thing. Like, that's a season one thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing that it hangs on for that long. Oh, uh, it goes like the whole series Art Vandalay exists. So, uh, <laughs> look, it's fine. How was, uh, how was your week? I took care of your dog. I just got home today. Yeah, you, your dog he is still alive. He look, the cat also still alive. It's too soon to say though. Like he's been quiet. I don't know if you've like poisoned him. Maybe you know, thrown him around a I, little bit. W- well, I did poison him against you, so there was that. So I just keep one eye open when you sleep tonight. He's right there. I, I think he's all right. Uh, I think I, he's all right. I must say, when I got there, he was he was so low energy. I thought he was. I thought I'd already lost him when I got there because he didn't meet me at the little gate that you've got. And I'm like, where is he? Like, has he already gotten out and I haven't even stepped foot in this house yet? Because that's going to be a weird one to, to like... <laughs> I'd have to call you and be like, dude, I, I don't know where your dog is, but I only just got here. I don't know was what there, It wasn't was me, I swear. Was there meant to be a dog here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we, we talk it up, but this is a, a very special canine. He's high-functioning. He, he needs a lot of attention. He needs a lot of uh, engagement. Uh, no. And he feels our loss keenly. 
Um, and no, honestly, no, I think you told me what happened. Don't even lie to the people. You took him for a big walk on the beach and he was just a sleepy boy. And then I, I found him in your room just sleeping on your bed and I was like, oh, he's just tired. Which is not normal. <laughs> he would be jumping and barking normally. This is not normal. He didn't bark much, by the way. Like, even when, like, we would leave and then come back, he wasn't barking at any point. He would just wag his tail and be stoked. I like to lie to myself and say that he's getting better, but... I think it's just situation. Honestly, really. uh, him and the cat, by the way, they're not friends. No, they're not friends. Th- like he the- was, he was hunting that cat down last night, and it was kind of annoying. I was like, just leave the cat alone. Dude. The, like, cat- the cat hates you. You hate the cat. Leave him alone. When the cat gets cornered, it fucks him up. The cat is significantly larger than the dog, at least when well, puffed up. I don't know. I don't know about that. Look, about before we go any further, Govinda, one final one. How does Jerry feel about people who own ponies? Huh. I don't, know. I, don't know the I don't know the answer to that, yeah. He hates them. <laughs> <laughs> he hates them. Oh, okay, okay. I, th- I was going to go along the lines of like he doesn't trust them, but I- that's just me guessing. No, so it's, it's, it's was, simpler. You know, it's, fine. it's simpler. All right, Govinda, what the hell? What about you? How's your week been? I, I went away, actually. That's what I did. I yeah, went away. Lovely- uh, you went away. I did. I went on a lovely country sojourn. It was good I think, country. I think you should post the photo of you with the eyes shut, with the army helmet on, on the motorbike. I, I went to Queensland's oldest, best something military museum. And I was on a, yeah, that's right, a authentic World War II Harley Davidson with attached carbine, model carbine. Had a little yeah, gun don't, on be, <laughs> don't be confused. I don't think this thing moves anymore. It was stationary. Actually, you know what was awesome and I didn't tell you about? They had, like, so this awesome little old man showed us around this empty museum, which was really just in a building, but it was, like, totally legit. Like, they had, oh, there's, like, this crazy Australian medal. Only five have ever been made and given out, and two of them were in this museum. They're, like, solid gold or whatever. But he had a trench room, and it's, like, an authentic recreation of a World War One trench, and you go in there and he pushes a switch and, like, bombs and bullets start going off. But it's an actual, like, to scale, like, your head's just kind of popping above it. He shows you, like, where the water would, like, be filled up to. Yeah. And it was just awesome. Like, there was just kind of like, interesting. Yeah, it was, like, really yeah. cool. Yeah, you're just a little nerd for that stuff, though, aren't you? Although I was saying to Aaron, I, I wanted to impress this man more than anything. I craved his attention and approval, and he just wasn't there for it. He wanted us gone. They were shutting in, like, 20 minutes, and he was just, like, <laughs> he wanted us Oh, so us you got, gone. like, the speed round. We did get the speed round, but it was uh, it was good. It was a good time. So all I right, went into the country, right, right. and now I'm back with you here to talk about the video games I didn't play this week. Yeah, what did you not play this week? I didn't play Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> like I said I would. I honestly yep, think so. I'm... You've not finished that. No, I got further. I think I'm at like chapter nearly chapter twelve. So it's yep. getting there, but I need some dedication. You're not going to finish it. I will. I, I have to get it off the docket. I really yeah, want to. You said this like you said this about Persona six months ago. By the way, we're almost at six months. By the way, I'm just gonna throw that out there. So fucked up. But we jumped into what probably the most rock solid, uh, most highly anticipated video game, at least of this podcast. Well, look before we even get into that, I played a bit <laughs> of Skyrim. I I dabbled in Skyrim too. I'm just saying um, that because I feel like the the next the battlefield is going to be a bigger topic. It's going to be like a thing. And I'm just going to quickly slide in because I I'm going to renege a little bit on what I said last week, and it actually doesn't look as bad as I thought. No, it's it's shocking. Um, even just like the art design. You know, this is a ten year old game, and it got mm. a slight facelift. But like when you come out of that cave, like still fucking impressive. <laughs> like, well, look, it's okay. It's like it's not shit, and the textures definitely look like they've been all upraised. Because it's yeah. 4K, 60 frames now. So it definitely looks sharper and nicer in that sense. Uh, I had to remap my controls because why the fuck is Crouch on L3? What is that even? Sprint is L1. Yeah, I thought like, that was weird. So I remapped it so it's normal. So Crouch is Circle and Sprint is L3. And, you know, like I just made it make sense. L1's now to bring up your menu. It's weird still, but it makes that. sense. I might have to yeah, do it, that. Yeah, it felt so weird. I was like, I can't adjust to this. It's fucking weird. Um, oh, maybe I put Crouch on R3. Because I do that and everything else now. Anyway, uh, yeah, look, it wasn't terrible. And I forgot, like, kind of just the flex, the freedom you get to be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Like, I, I found a mace. I found a sword. I found a bow. I already had some spells. Like, I was like, oh, I can just kind of do whatever. I forgot. And I was like, oh, you can dual wield everything. 
Like, yeah, yeah, you get a sword and a mace and you just have both of them. And you just Yeah, I had a short town. sword and, a, and an axe for a little bit and that was pretty chill. And then I was like, oh, wait, do I have spells? And I did. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. I don't know that I'll really stick with it. I honestly played it for an hour. Like, I just got out of yeah. that cave, wandered around a little bit. Um, it's cool. It's, it's really cool. Honestly, like, kind of calling me. I'm going to be honest. Like, I want to okay. play more. I want to play more. And I think it's. it seems like... Maybe I'm wrong, actually, because I, I feel like it's one of those games where I'm like, yeah, I can just jump in and out, like, every now and again. Like, I'll just jump in and do a little bit more. But I feel like you lose the controls a little bit. It is yeah. nice you can just remap them so easily now. I don't think that was what happened when I first played this game. You just copped it, like... Why is triangle jump? What like what is that? I was gonna. I don't hate the triangle jump. That's like sort of. I think it's a it's a Bethesda thing. I think Fallout is triangle jump too. So I left yeah. that. but I couldn't have a sprint on L one and crouch on L three. Like what is that? I forgot how floaty the combat was. Um, mm-hmm. That came back real quick. But and I also forgot about like the kill animations. I just forgot. Yeah, that me was too. A thing. I, until I did one, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. I feel like the bow felt a bit meh, but I think a lot of that uh, has to do with not upgrading anything, like not adding things to the archery skill tree, because I think you end up drawing stuff yeah. quicker and stuff like that. I was so. going to say, I actually was quite, I remember like, I thought it was quite cool. And like the kill cam on that too. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, the good shots. It's great. Uh, it's good just because I always use it as like my sneak attack, essentially. Like you're just creeping around. You know what it is? It's that you fire with R2, but you don't draw it with L2, which is what any modern game with bows does now. Or, no, what it would usually be is, like, L2 would just be an aim, and R2 still draw and release. Yeah, yeah. But you don't really have that. It's just all the same on R2. It's all on R2, which, like, oh, you get actually, used to, I guess. you do unlock an L2 zoom in. Oh, well, that's perfect. Yeah. So, maybe that'll alleviate it. Maybe that was a whole Yeah, it's nothing. one of those ones where you things change as you level up and go through, but... It was pretty good because I ran into that bear early on. It's like, oh, you can sneak past. And I actually tried to sneak past and then I fucked it up and woke it up. And then I was like, oh, I just have like a flamethrower and I just burnt it to death. Yeah, it's fine. I will say, I don't know how anyone makes a character in that fucking character creator. I just, I tried for half an hour and then just went, okay, default blonde white man from the cover of the game. That's what we're going with. (laughs) I just can't handle it other than that. Like it's Yeah, I think I chose a Nord and I was just chose one of the default looks and I changed the colour of the hair and stuff a little bit, but he looks like a sixty year old man. I'm like, oh it's fine. Like (laughs) You got a helmet on it, sorry. It's a first person game. No, I honestly (laughs) don't even care. Even without the helmet, I don't even care. But look, it's it's actually was better than I thought. And as soon as I got out of the little intro section uh, which was like, hey, you want to do survival mode? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. So I'm going to do survival mode. Yep. See how that goes. I tried that too. I think it's like, it seems a little underbaked compared to like, say, Fallout New Vegas, which that's fine. came later. I can't remember. Uh, oh, no, I think it was, it was before. I think Fallout New Vegas came out while Bethesda was working on Skyrim. Okay, Cause they, sure. Because they did Fallout 3, then they were working on Skyrim because Oblivion was before Fallout 3. Oh, but no, wait. Didn't someone else do New Vegas? Obsidian did New Vegas while Bethesda was working on Skyrim. Uh, But it was... Look, it's not bad. Like I was was playing, I was like, I forget. This is actually pretty lit. So, I don't know. I might tinker with it a little bit more. Yeah. The combat is floaty, but I forgot you can do kind of do like some combos, like some heavy attacks. And if you had dual wield and you do a combo, you really kind of do like a little flurry, which was kind of chill. Yeah. I Um, love those uh, fucking two-handers. Very satisfying. Yeah, so I'll keep playing it. I, I will get bored of it when, like, 17 <laughs> dragons attack me from, like, just walking between a couple of areas because I remember that being annoying. Yeah. Where it was just constantly dragons. But <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but to the big one, we finally got <laughs> that early access to the you Battlefield. You sound tw- less enthused. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> to the big one. We'll get, it. we'll get into it. To the big one, boys. All right, it happened. Uh, early access. I'm still not officially saying this game has launched yet because we got early access because uh, we're special. No, no, we paid for the privilege. <laughs> shut up, Kyle, shut up. <laughs> yeah, we are influencers in the gaming industry, so we got a week early access to Battlefield 2042. Oh, yeah. Like, it's no big deal. And we've been playing that. I probably put in, like, 10 hours, I'd say, yeah. since it came out on Friday. I've and, been with um, you for a part of that, maybe half that time, I'd say. Review in progress, I give it a solid six. Yeah, okay. It's uh, it's buggy as all get out. <laughs> it's bu- like it, like at its base, it's fun, and I want to play it. Like I want to keep playing yeah. it, and it's fun, right? What was it like? But it is buggy. Yeah, like Friday night, we actually couldn't leave it. It was just like one more game over and over and over again. Like yeah, we- it was awesome. It was awesome actually, but frustrating. There was some good bits. There's like some good pushes. Like things are going on. 
Um, we were playing Breakthrough a lot more than we were playing Conquest in All Out Warfare, mainly because it feels a little more structured and it is it feels like 128 players when you're playing Breakthrough. Yeah. Shit's you- popping off everywhere. It's nuts. It's focused, whereas like, yeah, All Out War is the whole map. Everyone kind of spreads out. Um, uh, after putting in some more time, the gunplay feels better because I'm just getting better at it. It doesn't, it's still like the bullet spray just seems a bit excessive sometimes, but maybe I just need to unlock attachments and stuff for that. Again, like we talked about last week, there aren't many guns and like you don't have many to start with. It's just like one of each type. But the basic assault rifle just kind of sucks, <laughs> which is so yeah, disappointing. Yeah, the M4A3 like, or the M5A3. Yeah, it's really inaccurate. It's um, really inaccurate and just also feels like it doesn't do anything. Like, 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 just kill him. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's, I guess, like, we should talk about some of the bugs. Like, we are just, it's constant. Like, so, like, the one we keep running into is this loadout bug, which is incre- like, uh, incredibly common. It's almost like every other game, one of us in the party will get it. It's just, you can't pick a loadout. You physically can't see what weapon you're selecting. It's kind of like a, a mulligan on that game for us. Like, you need to all quit. Um, unless you're okay with, like, the base gun, because they just give you, like, a base... At least for me. Some people were getting the uh, DMR, like, scout rifle. I was just getting the base M5A3 and it with no attachments I've unlocked, and I'm just like, oh, this is that, that would be fine for me, but it actually would have, like, an empty gadget slot. So you just felt like yeah. you were half-equipped and at a disadvantage, really. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, there's just, and it's, it's not even necessarily about the bugs, but it feels like there's just things that are just missing. Like, and I don't understand why, like there's no in-game chat audio, like audio chat with your squad that doesn't exist. And they, they've mentioned this, it's not there at launch. I think they're blaming crossplay for it, but to me, that doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there are games I play that are crossplay that have in-game chat audio for sure. Uh, you also like... There's no scoreboard. The staple of the Battlefield franchise is a scoreboard, and it doesn't exist. I wonder if that's to, like, combat toxic- to- toxicity. <laughs> well, my problem with the scoreboard, right, is when we were playing Battlefield Five, we were God Squad, and it's because the scoreboard was calculating all the things that we were doing inside of our class that was generating yes. points. So if you're a medic and you're healing, you're getting more points, and it's adding to your score, and it's putting you up the scoreboard. That doesn't seem to happen anymore. If you hold option, it gives you like a micro scoreboard and it shows you what your squad is do- doing and then what all the other squads are doing accumulatively. Yeah. I didn't say that word well. <laughs> and so you can be like, oh, cool. We're squad number 12 out of our 32 squads, however many squads there are. But it doesn't really show you individually how you're doing compared to the rest. And it doesn't look like it takes your score into account. It's straight up just like kills, assists, and not even deaths. Like, deaths isn't even measured on the scoreboard. It, it's very strange, especially for a battlefield. But there's so many things, like like the reload bug, where you'll just, like, you'll get the prompt to reload your weapon, you'll reload it, and then the reload text just won't go away. And you yeah, just I had have one... the word reload in the middle of your yeah. screen. <laughs> Until you respawn, maybe, if you're lucky. Yeah. I had one where I, I died and I just couldn't, I couldn't respawn. It just stuck on a timer with zero. Yeah. And it was like, I couldn't ask for help, I couldn't respawn, and I couldn't redeploy, and I couldn't change squad, I couldn't do anything. And I was just like, oh, okay. So that that was annoying. I also like, it's annoying that we just can't create a squad. You can't see the squad view. Yeah. So you can't see what squads are. All you can do is go to your own and say change squad, and it just puts you into a random squad that you have no control over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly frustrating. I'm just like, this is annoying. Especially when you're trying to play with people and like someone's joining later in the game. It's nice to just be able to go, oh, well... I'm not squad leader. I can't kick everyone out. So I'm just going to leave and make a new squad. Nope. Yeah. There's no option to do that at all. And you in case like, yeah, in out. case you forgot, there's 32 squads. So like to try and manually find your way back to the squad that your friends are in, like. You just keep going, change squad, change <laughs> squad, change squad, change squad. And it it's often a problem. doesn't get you where you want it to. It's, it's really frustrating. It's honestly uh, so, like one of the most, and again, like it's, this is negative. We've had a really fun time with it, but this is like one of the most undercooked buggy games I've played since a Fallout or something like that. Like, as a comparison to the beta, it is so much better than the yeah, beta. Yeah, that's true. Which <laughs> that's lets true. you know how bad the beta was. But also, I, I don't, I, I miss the minimap expanding. Yeah, yeah. Um, the you, when you touch the touchpad, it brings up a full map in full screen mode, but the game's still happening behind it, and it's not really like there's no opacity slider. Like it's just a full map. You can't see anything behind it. 
Yeah, you got to be like crouching behind something. Yeah, you got to be like kind of in cover. And it's also like really hard to read because you're one tiny little white triangle somewhere on this map. So it's not super evident where you are. And you're like, what's happening? Like, it's just kind of a bad map experience. It sucks too because like there was talk that this was going to be delayed and I really wish it had been. Like if this had come out in three months, well, that'd be fucked because it'd be February and then it would be when all Mm. the video games come out. (laughs) This is a classic Battlefield thing, though, where they're like, yeah. here's the game. It's kind of fucked, but you can play it. Like, you can definitely play it, and things yep. happen, and you can kill people, and you can play it. And then in six months, it'll be a better game. And in a year, it'll be an awesome game. Like, it'll be solid. And Honestly, I played Battlefield Five at launch, and then I stopped playing it, and then I played it, like, two years later, and I was like, this is sick. <laughs> yeah, we had a... I, I had that, that with... Um, I gotta say, I think Battlefield One was, like better at launch and then got worse later on it was sort of the opposite <laughs> i don't remember necessarily i just like battlefield one had squads of five and not four i don't know why it just seemed better it's very confusing because battlefield one came out just before battlefield five <laughs> or victory battlefield not just victory <laughs> not not just before well wasn't it, it the like previous years before but it was the previous game chronologically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a lot uh so look we we were talking a lot of shit it's a lot of fun like when it's fun That's i it, just like, still think the gunplay feels a bit meh sometimes. Yeah. I have a problem that there's no console-only crossplay. And if I was... Oh, the other one is, like, if I tried to do no crossplay, I just wasn't finding a game at all. Like, you just sit yeah. there. It says, oh, that screen. It just says waiting for players. It doesn't tell you how many players it has, how many it's waiting for, if they're coming in. You just sit there hoping that <laughs> it finds players and lets you into the game. And then you see... All you see on the screen is who's in your squad, and you see, like, one of them leave. And you're like, oh, that's not a good sign. But it's- you have no idea about the other 124 people or if they're coming if not who knows it's so funny that we're just like listing the like as a whole this is so much like there's so much shitty stuff going on in this game but in the moment you just you just kind of deal with it and just move along like even once you're it's in and it's going it's cool like i like yeah. it it's fun and shit's happening and it's good but i just but even then <laughs> it's not like the fucking hovercrafts which might be the most broken vehicle in a video game like these things are just whipping around they're so hard to predict they're full of dudes it's got like multiple machine guns and they just survive they're so hard it's an armored hovercraft with three machine guns one on each side and one at the top and they go so fast that like good luck hitting it with a missile yeah because as far as i know no missiles lock other than the aa like anti-air missiles yeah and it's like a fully manned one. There's four players inside it working yeah. together to fucking ruin your day. And the team's got, what, like three or four of them? Potentially I don't know. Too, too fucking many, though. And it's yep. so, so annoying. Like, oh, they need to give me a homing missile or something. Or they need to be easier to kill. Or they need to take off, like, two of those guns. Oh, and, yeah, the best part was the greatest glitch is that these hovercrafts can just through trickery and wizardry, just scale skyscrapers. Oh, they can climb vertically, yeah. yeah. Vertical skyscrapers. You just got to get them on the right angle on the wall and you can just go straight up. I don't know. That makes sense, right? And they're literally like 80-foot, or 80-story buildings. And you just see yeah. these hovercrafts hooning up them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're up on the top of the roof and a hovercraft pops out of nowhere and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Fair enough. Uh, so that's why I gave uh. it a six. Yeah, because no, I think at that's... its core, it's a fun game. It's fun. It'll be good when it's good, and it's also infinitely better with people. Playing by myself this. is very frustrating. Yeah, I hate this trend where it's just like put the game out, we'll deal with it in a few months, and everyone that supports you, fucking rip for them. They just yeah, get like the worst oh, thanks experience. so much for pre-order. Eat shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like there's there's no reason to play these games at launch, and I wish I was strong enough to follow my own advice. <laughs> Well, you you had to. Oh, I don't know. It's fine. It's it's overall, I have fun. I and honestly, right now, I just want to play more. I know like, that's we were playing the thing, right like, before this. I didn't want to stop and do this. I wanted yeah, to keep playing. Th- that's the capstone. Like I'm I'm ready to play after this. <laughs> we're probably just gonna go. Oh, hundred percent. I've got. I'm, we're recording this a day early, so I've got an extra time to edit. And I'm like, oh, let's just play this. Like, honestly, let's get through this. I want to play some Battlefield. <laughs> I want to get... Let's hurry up and play this. I just want to get really annoyed at playing Battlefield. Yeah, I want to scream into my headset at the children uh, we'll murdering have, me. We'll have more on Battlefield next week, I'm sure. Um, I'm actually sneakily hoping that because this is pre-launch technically, and on Friday it actually launches, they'll have a day one patch. That's my hope. Uh, yeah, I, I think they got to. Hopefully they just, like, really focus in for the week and just drop a decent one. 
Um, yeah, they've probably been working on something for a, for a while, I'd imagine. But uh, yeah, they just something. Just to f- especially just that loadout bug where I feel like even restarting my game doesn't fix it all the time. It's just unlucky, and it literally I have to leave that game. I can't play without my loadout. It, it's so. honestly very very hard. That might be the worst bug, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. The no respawn one was actually really annoying too, but that doesn't that only happened one time to me. I actually also had a full crash where like my game just froze. I had to restart my whole PlayStation. It was rad. But let's move into the news that we care about, Kale. What have you got for me this week? Oh, we got a little bit this week, Evinder. I need you to strap in and get ready because Naughty Dog VP and all-around legend Neil Druckmann has officially concluded work on The Last of Us HBO adaptation, returning to the doghouse where he is, in fact, the big, or at least second to biggest, dog. The series is set to debut in late 2022, and it has been confirmed that the first season will cover the events of the first game, and also that cut content for the game is to be included in the show. Druckmann, who wrote and directed the original Last of Us video game and co-wrote and directed that game's sequel, is now free to return to the world of game development and whatever Naughty Dog has in store for us next, which is apparently a remake of the first game and multiplayer for the second game, which still isn't out. Wasn't the remake meant to be a different studio? Uh, We don't know. (laughs) It's all... I I honestly hope they don't do it. I... Also, he was working on the Uncharted movie too, wasn't he? He's just been in yeah. Hollywood, just chilling. Hey, good for him. Get out of that. I, I guess the rap it race. does give me like it does give me some hope that it will be decent if he is a part of it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a really good writer. It's you can't. Well, it's also him. like it's his little baby, so you know. It'd be wrong. It's not wrong. It would just probably suck. Like people just have a different vision and a different version of things, and when it's the actual creator being like, "No, this is what Joel is like. Do this," you know, it probably helps. So he directed a few episodes, apparently, and yeah, and he's a co-writer. So I've I've like cautiously optimistic hopes that it's not terrible. I also like that it's a TV show and not a movie. Yeah, apparently that was like they'd pitched a movie initially, and once they took it to HBO, they were like, "Fuck no, we'll give you all the money for this." Like this, <laughs> yeah. I just think a show is going to be way better, and, and HBO is fortunately the best place for it because it'll actually be brutal and good. Uh, there was a second reason I included this story, and that is because I have realized I now have a man crush on Joel. I've decided that I now love Pedro Pascal. I have decided I want to try and imitate his mustache. I'm watching a lot of Narcos. He's got this fucking cool little Colombian uh, musketeer mustache, and I want it. I want it, Govinda. It's not like it's that not horrible something you can thing. just get. It's not something that you can just get, Kale. You can't just go like, "This is the mustache I want." You have the mustache you have, and you should appreciate what you have. You know? No, no, no. I don't want that bushy little grub you've got living under your nose. This is going to be a highly. T- I've looked into it. It's a pencil mustache. I need a special little kind of clipper, and it's going to be thin, and it's going to be aggressive on my face, and I'm going to wear it. I hate that for you. <laughs> that feels almost like cultural appropriation. I don't think you can just do that, dude. Look, the pencil mustache has been around for a long time. <laughs> right. Oh, please tell me you're not actually going to do that. Are you going to? I'd like to try it. What my goal is, is, so I've again, I've looked into this. There's such a thing as the beard mustache, which I'm going to try and play around with. You just basically have the light beard that I have going on. And you just kind of trim it more than the mustache, and it fools everyone around you. They get incepted. They start to see that it's a little bit thicker on your on your top lip. And then one day, ah. you throw them in the deep end. You just you commit, and that's what. Okay, I'm well, that's do. kind of what I've got going on now, where I just have like a kind of like some facial hair going on, but the mustache is very obviously there, you know. But it's how it started. It started as like a full beard when I was in lockdown in California, and then I was leaving, and I was like, I should shave this, and I shaved the mustache <laughs> as a joke, and I was like. I can I can work okay with this after yeah. a few days. It took a few days though. At first I was like, yeah, this is yeah, disgusting, yeah. but I love it. Man, Narcos is it's it's mustache porn, that show. There are some <laughs> awesome mustaches. Alright, dude. We don't have to talk about your kinks <laughs> right now. But anyway, I'm, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. honestly pretty That was all sorry, I got distracted there. All of that was to say I'm I've really turned around. I think Pedro Pascal is gonna be amazing as Joel after having seen Narcos. Honestly, just the fact that it's HBO, I I have confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was really skeptical because I only knew him from like The Mandalorian, really. Yeah, and yeah, and you know he's not really. The, he's kind of nothing in that. <laughs> he's sort of a helmet in that. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a one-tone, emotionless character. Yeah. that talks like a robot. So I don't know, not great range for him to be displaying. 
No, I think I can do it. I, I think, and I think based on the, I forget her name actually. Whoever's playing Ellie from uh, Game of Game Thrones, Game of Thrones, yeah, she was a pretty solid little little one in Game of Thrones, and I think can do a decent job as Ellie. Even though it's like aesthetically not what I was thinking of as Ellie, but I'm sure they can make it work. The other thing too was that cut content. They've actually got like two actors uh, uh, cast that they play characters that weren't in the game. And I'm quite interested to see how that all goes. Like, at first I was like, oh, you just kind of like filling this out. But apparently it's like stuff that was legitimately meant to be in the game. So that's fun. Yeah. Do we know what that cut content was? We don't know for sure. We don't know for they sure. Never, they never spoke about content that was cut from the last No, not, not that I saw. Okay. That's fair enough. Anyway, um, keep an eye out for that, I guess. Late 2022. That's a while away. Yeah, Especially if they've <laughs> finished filming a few episodes. I guess they're probably not done with everything. Just Neil's stuff. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. The Game Awards are coming and so are the leaks. The Game Awards, whether you love them or loathe them, are the closest thing video games have to the Oscars. But like, if the Oscars were cheesy and hella cringy as fuck. Anyway, the cheesemeister himself, Jeff Keighley, has announced during an interview with Epic Games, yes, as an Epic Games store on epicgames.com, the Game Awards will be the largest in terms of volume yet. 40 to 50 games will be shown in some fashion or another. And of those, new game announcements will be in the double digits. Double digit game announcements, everyone. Please be excited. I'm vaguely excited. I like the Game Awards. (laughs) I find them hard to watch, but you do get news out of it. You can look forward to all kinds of awkwardness on the 9th of December and apparently a dozen or so new games as well when the Game Awards go live. Yay. (laughs) Yay. What were the leaks? Oh, no, just the... They're Just going the to begin. They're coming. Yeah, like it's now. Ah. We're in the last few days. You what misled me with the. You misled me with the with the title of this one, where it says the and so are the leaks. And I was assuming they were leaking new games, and all you were leaking was just the number of games. That's why we don't read the titles. We just <laughs> infer them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is true. I never read the titles, and I don't know why I did now. I just thought it was a good lead-in. <laughs> okay. No, well, I just like... thought it was a good lead-in, but then it wasn't because you've misled everyone, including myself, and I'm... Uh, I feel lied to. Oh, look, I'm it's coming. Needed. It's correct. Is, like, these things... Is this going to be... Oh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said look forward to all kinds of awkwardness on the ninth. Is this going to be like that time that Greg Miller, Greg Miller and uh, what Jessica Chobot announced the Game Awards, and it was just so cringe? And no one clapped. Or at least it sounded like no one clapped because apparently they didn't mic up the audience or something. <laughs> oh, God, that was bad. My, my favorite one is still um, Joseph Farris after he, like, was clearly intoxicated and, like, took the microphone from Jeff Keighley and just, like, was belligerent. Just like, do, you want, do you want to clarify for all the people playing at home who that person is that you just said? He did, he did that game A Way Out, the co-op prison break game. Did you ever see that? Yeah, uh, that's right. The one where it's like the all co-op game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like promoting that and he uh, he just went wildly off the rails and you can see Jeff Keighley's hand like trying to get the get the mic back off him. But this, <laughs> this dude, I think, I don't know, he's like Polish. He's like a strong personality and Jeff was not getting it done. <laughs> he was not getting the mic back. <laughs> he was not assertive enough. Come on, no, Jeff, no, get no, in there. No, get no. that shit out. It was uh, uh, I lot. feel like he did that the next year as well. A little bit. Maybe not to the same degree, but that dude seems to be just off the rails. He's probably not welcome back to the Game Awards, I'd imagine. Uh, see, I Do you think like people, the Game Awards? Um, oh, sorry, I would like to uh, correct myself. He's actually Swedish. Oh, that okay, was important. I'll let, you, I'll let you do that correction. Do you like the Game Awards? Do you follow it? Do you watch it? Do you care? I watch it. I watch it. I, I don't know that I like it. <laughs> I watch it, though. <laughs> it's all we've got. It's all we've got. Again, they break news. They get scoops. They get exclusive reveals. Like, it's it, yeah, you cannot get away from it. And year on year, it does seem to get bigger. So, you can't really avoid it. But it's like the Oscars, right? Like, people watch the Oscars even though they're kind of shit. And, like, oh. they feel rigged every time. Oh, God. What was it? One of the first years, they had, like, a really unfortunate, like, Doritos adver- advertisement. You're like, come on. Let's get away from the, uh, the, the Cheeto-stained gamer... Uh, oh, is that where they like have like a partnership with like Halo yeah. or like Call of Duty, and it's like buy Monster Energy drinks and Cheetos and win your chance to play more Call of Duty? This <laughs> Battlefield 2042 reveal coming to you by way of Mountain Dew. Get in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Drink your Mountain Dew. It's gonna give you all the reflexes uh, you need to kill your enemies. Battlefield uh, 2042. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But that's they'll never get away from it. I don't know why. 
Honestly, energy drinks and gamers and like cheesy fingers. Such <laughs> a bad stereotype. Though How I did we... just play Battlefield and drink a monster. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you're a monster. <laughs> How can we monetize this? How can we use this as content for our podcast? Can we live stream this? Can we have a little watch along? What can we do? We can turn this into a fun event for ourselves. But that would mean that you'd have to follow through on anything for this podcast, Kale, other than I'm doing gonna, the episode once a week. I'm going to do this. I can Wait, do how, how's the, Remember when we were talking about doing a rubric for our scoring system? How'd that go last week? Yeah, it's it's done. Can you? Oh, oh that's awesome. Sorry, guys. We're going to take a quick intermission in the news <laughs> that we care about, and Kale's going to walk us through this rubric that he created last week. He had a whole week, obviously. It wasn't going to take Yeah, yeah. Long. No, it's fine. So, it's done. It's, um... Let's one. get through it. One, one is a bad. Two is, <laughs> two is like, not so bad. Uh-huh. Cool, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Three is a nearly there. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's a nearly there. I love that. Oh, uh, you get the rest, though. You understand. Like, you it's, piece it's, of shit, Kale. <laughs> totally... And you know what's funny is I, I told you it wouldn't have taken you long, and in, in 30 seconds, you came up with more than you did in an entire week. It's true. I actually intended to do it last night, but I ate more than I could possibly stomach, and I passed out. On a hotel yeah, bed. Yeah, but so your problem is that you decide that like the night before is the time that you're going to do the work, and I think you need to be better. I think you need to do it through the week. And so your your wife listens to this, doesn't she? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Okay, well I'm going to hit her up privately. I'm going to make her a producer, and it's really just like a, it's not a producer of Long Live Play. It's a, it's producer, a producer of, of Kale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I need someone to fucking <laughs> keep you on track and to do literally anything at any point other than the show notes an hour before we record the podcast i'm the talent and that was okay okay no that was was extenuating circumstances i was on a road trip we are recording early it's not like a road trip you were away for one night of a full week kale (laughs) anyway we don't have to do this on the fucking hour all right no no we don't it was like five minutes of it (laughs) (laughs) i said we were taking a quick break uh, Game Awards, if you like them, they're on in December. Continue to watch them. Uh, Kale. Our sweet prince, the PlayStation 5, is now one years old. Where does the time go? To celebrate the occasion, Sony boss Jim Ryan and Govinda's best friend penned a piece of propaganda on the PlayStation blog, the inanities of which I shall not utter here. We did get one piece of sweet, sweet info, though. There are currently 25 PlayStation-exclusive games currently in development within Sony's first-party development group. Ryan had said earlier that this year that almost half of first-party products currently in development are new IP, which is sexy. In the last year, PS5 players have racked up a cumulative 4.6 billion hours of PS5 gameplay, and that number does not include PS4 games played on the system. I mostly play... PS4 game, so that is quite a, a shocking statistic. <laughs> we got we got a lot to unpack here. I just kind of want to reflect on the fact that this thing has been out for a year, and it's kind of taken over my gaming life. Like, I can't imagine... And again, I'm sorry if you, you don't have the PS5. This is the few times I will gush about it. Like, it's made playing games so easy. Like, the, the yeah. quick load, the, like... It's just always ready to go. So I probably once, twice a week, I am subjected to dealing with a PlayStation 4. Why? At my friend's house. I go to Sean's house. And oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like, and it why? Is like, I would never say it to his face, but I will say it to his ear because he does listen to this every single week, that it is a painful experience to be on a PlayStation 4 and do anything. You think you're like, better than a oh, PS4? Let's watch, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I am, I am, dude. I've, I'm better than you. I have a jet black PlayStation right next to me. PS5, baby, this shit's looking hot as fuck. You can't even get <laughs> these plates anymore. This shit looks so hot. Shit. Yeah, baby, I'm special. Uh, but even like, we're like, oh, let's open up an, an, uh, Netflix on this thing. And it's like, you go to like media and stuff and it, that takes a few seconds to load up. And you go, you're like, it takes a few seconds once you're on the page to even be able to move the cursor across to Netflix and then that loads up. Like, it's just slow and like painful. We're even playing, like, we're playing some Madden or we play NBA 2K sometimes and just, like, loading the game up or loading into a game. I'm like, why does everything take so long? Like, it's great. Like, and again, I'm... places to be. I, I would be... I've got to see the comparison, I think, because I think I'm just used to this now. Like, you almost forget. Like, I have a fucking awesome gaming PC and it's not this fast a lot of the time. Like... Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, it has an SST D2, like... I don't know what kind of wizardry is going on in there. It doesn't have that NVMe 
two point one or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it's, shit is. But I don't know. Like, it's been an interesting year. Like, it certainly wasn't. I think what we were promised or what we were sold. I certainly don't regret it. But I mean, what we've had like <laughs> zero support. We got we got Demon Souls. We got Ratchet. We got Miles. We got Spider-Man, Miles Morales. We got Ratchet and Clank. And we got Demon Souls as like those, a Sony. And those, yeah, those first two were launch. So, like, we have not had anything for months and months and months at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's definitely been pretty grim. And, like, the, you've got the list of most played PS5 games here. Um, yeah. And only two of them are first parties. Of, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Of ten? Is it ten? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, two out of ten. I don't know. I couldn't count only that two out of t- <laughs> <laughs> Only two out of ten of them are first party with Miles Morales and Demon's Souls, but, like, Destiny 2 is up there. NBA, FIFA. It's just interesting that, like, there's not obviously a lot going on because Fortnite is the number one most played PS5 game. And if you you're, you spent $700 on a console to play Fortnite, I'm a little bit shocked because the game is made for children. The counter to that, though... Destiny 2, as we learned several weeks ago, is the number two MMO on the planet at the moment. But the the experience of playing Destiny 2 on a PS4 versus a PS5, like, that is night and day. If all you do is play Destiny 2, you should have a PS5. Look, and I'm sure Fortnite, the experience of Fortnite on a PS5 is better as well, I guess. But (laughs) I don't see how that one does. (laughs) I I can't. I honestly can't see it. It just blows my mind that you're paying 750 Australian dollars to play a free-to-play game like Fortnite, and that's what you're going to play the most. It blows my mind. But anyway, you do you, I guess. It's your money. Fuck. Uh, but a lot of it's like the, the normal tops. you got Fortnite, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, FIFA, NBA, Assassin's Creed, which came out. I'm surprised that was played so much. I think that game was really that was launch, mediocre. That was launch too, I believe. Uh, I don't think it was launch launch, was it? Wasn't it like the week after or something like that? Uh, yeah, it was somewhere around there. There was a. It was very fuckery. close to launch. Launch adjacent. Um, like, it's all those like sports games MLB, NBA, FIFA. And then just, I don't know. It's just weird to me. There wasn't much on this year at the end of the day. It's, we've gotten to the end of the year, and my favorite game of the year so far was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, which came out two weeks ago. <laughs> which came out two weeks ago. And before that, I honestly don't know what I would be telling you was my favorite game this year. Well, that's that's the real secret. That's the secret sauce here. Like, the PS5 makes your PS4 games better. And I'm playing all of them. Yeah. I'm replaying all it's my true. PS4 games. Like, And they're incredible. Like, yeah. <laughs> Some of the most yeah, fun actually, I had this year was with Pathfinder Kingmaker, which is a fucking weird CRPG. And it just ran better on PS5. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Even like even Kingdoms of Amalur coming out 4K, 60 frames, like there's just a better experience. Even though I didn't want to play it, it's just better. Yeah. And now Skyrim's got that upgrade. Yeah, like, we literally that's, that's a how game. We... that came came out a million years ago, and it's rad now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, it's been a fun year. It's still hard to get them. They're still really difficult to get. Yeah, I, that shocks me. And apparently, they're going to be harder in 2022. <laughs> it's grim. We are yeah. swirling ever closer to the abyss. <laughs> in this world i will say though again like just to fucking i just take it for granted so much like i i have a i have an xbox elite controller that i use with my pc and it's an expensive high-tech controller and it feels like shit compared to the dual sense like the dual sense has just changed everything like the haptics the trigger feedback like the weight of it uh, they're probably pretty comparable in weight well, I was going to say, the Xbox One is heavy. Like, that thing it feels is heavy. heavy. Honestly, the, the build quality of that Xbox Elite controller is very good, and the paddles on mm. the bottom are really nice. I just don't like the feel of the sticks. They feel too floaty or too loose or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But it's something you adjust to, I guess. Uh, the one thing I was going to mention is they say they've got... There are currently 25 PlayStation-exclusive games currently in development within Sony first-party development group. Now, I had a little quick look at our little cheat sheet that we have over here with all of Sony's first parties... I count 17. Which means, well, we know that several studios have several teams. Like, uh, Gorilla is apparently working on something totally new in addition to the... In addition to, yeah, okay, that's fair. And I know we've got uh, Insomniac who's working on multiple games at a time as well. And they typically do that too. But even still, like... I would like to just reveal to the audience that we've had this cheat sheet in this doc for probably five months. And I think this is the first time we've used it. <laughs> no, we've used this before. 
Have we? I think when I think we went through stuff when Team Asobi became a thing. Or something oh like that. yeah, you're right. You're or right. Mixes or something, and we went through. But like <laughs> honestly, there's <laughs> there's not that many, and I want more information about these tw- quote unquote twenty five exclusive games because again, I think there's probably going to be some like Blue Point making a remake of a remaster of something, and like well, it does only uh, say <sighs> that only half of them are new, so we could probably IP, figure yeah. that out. But there's like, sequels in there too. Like, okay, so we know Gorilla's doing one. Uh, all that fuckery happened with uh, Bend. So they're not doing a Days Gone sequel. They're doing something new. Well, wasn't it the rumor that Sony Bend was the ones doing uh, The Last of Us remake? Well, yeah, I guess that could happen. And I guess technically, is that new? That's not a new IP. It's just... It's not a new IP, but it is an exclusive. Oh, no, I don't think so. No, all that's known right now is Sony Bend is making a new open world game. Uh, it won't be Days Gone sequel. And that's all we really know about that right now. Yeah, I mean, we can safely uh, assume that Housemark has moved on from Returnal, their first yeah, party now. Yep, yep. So that's like... I want them to do something. I Honestly, I said it when Returnal came out, but I really want them to do, like, something better. Not better. It was a good game. I just mean, like, I want I want it to be less arcadey. Like, have an arcadey feel, but be just be more, like, of a story, you know? Yeah, Returnal was getting there, though. That was, like, a good step yeah, for them. Yeah, definitely. That, or I want them to do, like, a Dead Nation 2. That would be cool. Like, really... that shit was so fun. <laughs> I think we talk about that all the time. <laughs> I, honestly, I, we played so much Dead Nation. I, we never finished it, but we played it, like, a million times. Yeah. Uh, we've also got, like, Insomniac is doing Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man 2, I guess, and Wolverine. I wonder what Uncharted... Like, what Uncharted... What, what's Uncharted there you doing? Go. Oh, Naughty Dog. What are they doing? Well, we... Yeah, we know they're doing multiplayer, like, Yeah, factions. but that's not what their main team's doing, for sure. Yeah, they've got to be onto something else. Look, this is actually adding up. Like, so Santa Monica Studio have something else, an unannounced new IP after Ragnarok, and same with Sucker Punch. Like, Ghost of Tsushima uh, is done. Okay. They're working True. on something new. I don't know. Like, maybe the number's high, but I think it's kind of getting there. It's. Do you think Media Molecule is doing anything other than Dreams? I think they are fucking chained to that anchor and they are going down with it. They just have to support it forever. Well, because even like the, the little big planet that came out at launch, that wasn't Media Molecule. Like gave, They pretty much gave that IP away, which is like the only reason they exist. And it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. I'll never forget. I, I got early access to fucking Dreams. I reviewed it for a website. And like the moment I booted it up, I was just like, I hate this. <laughs> I was not the right person for this. Like, I um, loathe this game. And I fucking <laughs> fooled around with it, making stupid little things. Oh, I hate that game. Yeah, if you're not really <laughs> committed to, like, the creation side of it, I just don't see it being worth it. You know? It was a lot. It was a oh, lot. I guess Team Asobi is probably going to be doing, a, like, a Astros game again. I hope they do something better. Like, it's fun, but, like, use that and build something better. Like, I, I don't need s- them to keep throwing, like, PlayStation Easter eggs at me all day, you know? It is funny that we're, like, kind of wrapping this up, because it is, like, we talked about this throughout the year, like, that team restructured. I believe they are working on, like, a proper, like, action platformer. Or, like, a sorry, a mascot platformer. Thru- like a banjo they're, they're, they're working on a three, they're staffing up for a 3D action game. Yeah, there you go. It'll be... So yeah. it doesn't necessarily need to be a platformer, but I don't know. Give them, like, Jack and Daxter and let them do that or something. <laughs> uh, it's going to be weird. And I guess, like, we can look forward to next year where we're just going to drown in video games. and At least in the beginning. What, we've got Horizon and Elden Ring in February. early on. Yeah, that's February. gonna be brutal. I'm gonna probably just go with Horizon first because Elden Ring's so big and scary. But that's we can divvy that up. I was looking at some more gameplay of Elden Ring, and it is apparently gigantic. Yeah, and <laughs> so many bosses, and probably as difficult as any other Dark Souls game that you've played. Yeah, well, like we've been over that. Like I think there'll be ways to get around it. And again, you can summon. There always is. You can actually you can actually grind. You can summon. You've got those little summony things. So I think um, I was watching someone talk about their experience playing and he's like look with any of these games there was always a way to make it more manageable yeah if you wanted yeah. to like some people are just like i must i'm just gonna keep going forward i'm never gonna grind and i'm just gonna bash my head into these brick wall bosses until <laughs> it's not I the way to do it figure it out some people do it that way um and like i know callum is definitely one of those people who's like i'm not summoning anyone i'm not getting help yeah 
I gotta say this doing it myself, which I appreciate. I can't do that. But there I is something it. to be said for playing it offline, and you don't get the hints that other people leave on the ground. And like, yeah, I, I also like that you don't get invaded. The invasions suck. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially when it's like at the worst time. Like you're, you're like, I know there's a bonfire nearby. Like I've been, I'm so far away from one. <laughs> I've got so many souls, and I just need to get there. And you just see that you get invaded, and you're like, you're kidding me I've, i will say i'm kicking myself from last week like i didn't sign up for that uh network test and it's out i now. think it was i think it was a smart move dude i honestly do i think it's because i think that's the first part of the game and it was just like oh i gotta do all of this again because it seems like a pretty big network test i think you could only play for like three hour slots um but yeah you're right but let's be honest, I'm going to play that game many times over anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. But I like I, I had a little look and watched someone play a little bit. But there was one dude that was like 85 minutes of me playing. I'm like, I don't want to see that much, dude. I just want to see yeah. like a quick few minutes. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much, you know? I've it's remained good, strong. I, I really haven't watched much like outside of it, that. It's, it reminds me a lot of like like uh, Breath of the Wild, obviously, as we mentioned last week. And I don't want to spoil like the cool little shit that you find. Like, that's the yeah. best part is the discovery pieces. And apparently all those little, like, points of interest in the game are actually really cool and different. And they're not just, like, cut and copy around the map. So, I'm interested in that. Ah, oh, but anyway, that is what it is. One year <laughs> PlayStation 5. Woo! Yeah, I look, I think it's been a good year. Like, you still don't really... I wouldn't be kicking yourself if you don't have one. But, like, it's it's been a good time. I've enjoyed myself with it. It's... Just, just feel inferior though. Don't kick yourself, but at least feel inferior because what I'm about to do is I'm just gonna we're gonna stop this podcast. <laughs> and I'm gonna boot up this special edition all matte black PS5 that I got sitting right next to me, and I'm gonna play some of that early access Battlefield 2042. And everything that I said just then sounded pretty chill. You know what I mean? You're gonna dive into a sea of bugs, and you're gonna enjoy. Oh yeah, swimming I can't wait to them. reload this game seven times to get it to work. Woo! God. Damn it, Govinda. Get me out of here. All right, Kale. Where can the good people find Fuck us? Fuck off. I thought I got you that time. <laughs> I thought I flipped the script and You can't got flip you. a flipper, Kale. I'll flip that shit every day. All right, then. Where well, can the good people find us? Govinda, what's the first and last thing the group of friends in Seinfeld discuss during both the pilot and finale episodes? The group of friends. All of them. The foursome. You'll never get it. I wouldn't have. No one would. This It's too hard, this list. Uh, what they had for breakfast. Buttons. Ah. Oh. This is funny because you just known. watched the first episode. I know, too. I did. I, I did. I should have known mainly because I think the stand-up bit at the start of the episode is where Jerry's like, talking. Oh. He's like, why do you get the, the extra buttons? Like, why would you get in, these? In the jacket. Yeah. 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 And he's like, how hard can it be to find a black button if I lose yeah. one? You know, like how special are these buttons? Yeah, okay. Uh, I've let everyone down. I'm so sorry. This has been the 24th and last episode of Long Live Play. <laughs> I have brought shame upon my family, and I will have to make amends. Kale, where can the good people find us? After I commit ritual seppuku to uh, atone for this shame, uh, I can be found at Long Live Pod, both Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Just me. Yeah, I'm not there, but neither's real. Neither's Kale when he's meant to be. So that's why I'm going to hire his wife as a producer. She gets paid nothing, but neither do we. Um, at least she's, you know, she's helping out. She's there. Like I don't know if you can tell, but I just started moisturizing my hands. Yeah, it's it. making me wildly uncomfortable, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, All right, everyone, have a great week. Until next time, bye. Goodbye.